This week's episode is inspired by something I've been recently struggling with and I know lots of you do as well, especially if you're A-type high achievers and that is doing nothing or at least getting comfortable with doing nothing. I bet you're no stranger to that feeling that you always need to be doing something. And if this resonates, then you might identify or feel that you also hold the belief deep down that doing nothing is unproductive. And so I want to use today's episode to share my thoughts as to why we need to learn the art of doing nothing and why I think it is the ultimate form of self-care. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balance Theory podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Balancers, and welcome to another episode of the Balance Theory podcast. I'm excited to chat about this one today because it is a sticking point for me. This idea of doing nothing stresses me out wholeheartedly, but I know how important it is to just learn to surrender and go with the flow sometimes. So I want to talk about this a little bit today because it really stems from this inner core belief for me personally anyway, that doing nothing is unproductive and therefore also sheds light on the belief that I have to be doing something productive all the time, which is simply just tiring to even think about. So let's get into it. Let's seriously think. When do you ever actually not do anything like lie down without music, without a show, without any stimulus and maybe not going to sleep, right? Or just sitting on your balcony daydreaming or just strolling with no agenda, just having some space in your timetable with kind of zero intention and full presence. I know for me, space and time that looks like any of those examples I just gave are very rare if I don't actively or intentionally put them in my calendar, which you guys might've heard me refer to in the past as this no agenda time. And I think for me, it's like, well, I could be doing X, Y, Z for the podcast. I could be doing X, Y, Z for socials. I could be seeing this person. I could be calling my parents. You know, there's all these coulds and shoulds that sit around time replacements for doing nothing, which comes back to that core belief that I always need to be doing something productive. Let's circle back to this no agenda time. In the past, I've spoken about it as a block of time you maybe put on the weekends where you literally don't plan to do anything. You can just get to that time block and do whatever it is you feel like. So it's not necessarily that you do nothing. It's That's a little bit more of an intuitive guidance. But I wonder, and it would be interesting if we use the same approach Maybe shrink the time slot to let's just say five or 10 minutes in the morning or in the afternoon before you go to bed of doing nothing time where you literally just lay back on your couch, chill out and just space out for a bit. I feel like the most obvious example of doing nothing is daydreaming. And here's why I think it's so important to embrace. And I think actually a lot of us avoid it. Well, me particularly anyway, because sometimes we're scared of what thoughts might come up, what things we have to face, what patterns are going to arise. And that's when the practice of meditation comes in so beautifully because it's like you don't have to be scared of things that you don't attach to. You can simply just tune in, listen and observe as to what's coming up. And I think this is actually a really important practice to just observe the state of our minds. And I think whatever is showing up for you is a sign or indication as to work that needs to be done, things that are unresolved, things you're worrying about or stressing about, but really on a deep level, right? Don't look at it on a surface level point of view. Like you're just thinking about this person again, or this event or this past situation, 
What is it about that thing or that person that's triggering for you that you're avoiding, that you're maybe not addressing? Is it a limiting belief you have about yourself? Is it something you've taken from somebody else else's projections or just what they're thinking? And so when you have this no agenda time or this do nothing time, it's a nice way to actually just check in with yourself and see what's going on, dig it out and just give it a bit of attention. Now, the reason I want to talk about this at this moment in time is because we've got the festive season coming up, the holidays. And I think when we're moving into Christmas time, it can be so hectic. There's so much going on. There's so many events, there's so many end of year catch-ups and people just catching up just because it's Christmas. Even if you haven't freaking seen them all year, all of a sudden everyone just wants to jam-pack the calendar with Christmas catch-ups. And so by the time you actually get to your holidays, this happened to me so many times, years and years and years. I'd either get sick the second I went on holidays. It's like the first time I slowed down, I'd just get sick and it was so frustrating. Or you just end up being so exhausted the whole time. You can't actually enjoy what you've planned. And so two things come to mind here. The first is maybe just planning in some nothing time throughout these busy periods as we're actually ramping up and getting closer to the holiday season. So you're not overwhelmed and burnt out or, you know, get sick because your body hasn't had five seconds to just process stuff. The second you take holidays or you just decide to wind down, that's one. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Thing. The second thing is being intentional with what you're actually doing in your holidays. One really interesting observation I had this year. And this was the first time ever. This was like a very obvious in my face thing. And that was when I was in Greece this year for my sister's wedding. So we were there for two weeks. We were there with family on both sides. We had long-term friends. It was beautiful. It was such a nice time. And you know, you kind of let go and I'm not like anti-alcohol by any means. But what was really interesting for me personally to observe was that we drank every day, right? And because I've been on this path, on this journey of self-awareness, I've been really attuned to my thoughts and I've been meditating, you know, this year, especially, I feel like the self-awareness has really ramped up since I moved overseas and kind of cut ties with everything that mattered to me most. Not cut ties, but, you know, just kind of reshifted everything in my life. I felt when I was drinking every day, so obviously disconnected from myself because I wasn't meditating. I was also drinking, which was almost just like putting me in a different headspace. I wasn't sleeping properly. And I mean, drinking for two weeks straight is never a good idea. But it was actually a really interesting experiment, if I can call it that with a bit of hindsight, because I felt what it was like to be so out of touch with myself. And when I got back from that trip, it took me weeks to get back to some sort of level of self-connection. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like in the holiday season, especially Christmas, New Year, there's a lot of momentous, amazing experiences. But I think this year could be the year that I don't go into Jan 1 hungover or, you know, tipsy at midnight. I don't know. I'm having like a really weird shift with alcohol at the moment, especially once I realized how much it interfered with my intuition 
And it was scary not being able to hear it for a few weeks. And so I'm just basically bringing this up to get you guys to start thinking about what are you actually going to be filling your time with in this holiday period? You not only have to be mindful of your energy leading into it, because you actually want to enjoy it. I mean, most of us only get like two, two or so weeks off if you get more amazing. But you want to make sure you enjoy it and you're energizing yourself for the new year. Now, this does not absolutely does not mean you have to avoid places that have alcohol or not go to events that are going to be boozy. But you can set your own boundaries. You can decide not to drink. You can decide to just have a few. You can decide to stop early. So it's not going to be impacting your sleep. You have so many choices. If alcohol is the thing that, you know, if you maybe you resonate with what I'm saying or you've had a similar realization in the last few years. But it could also be maybe every year you do the same things and you're just like feeling a bit meh about it. You know, you don't really want to spend your time doing those things this Christmas or this holidays. How much time you're spending with family? Is that something that fuels you? The friends you normally catch up with, the places you normally go to, you know, is it time for you to maybe try out some new things or peel it back and just actually enjoy being at home in your suburb and not doing much? So just start to have a think about your energy moving into this holiday season and then how you can really maximize and enjoy that time when you're off and maybe doing nothing is a way for you or you know like creating those no agenda times maybe you could just have no agenda week now how amazing would that be you have a week where you literally don't have to worry about goal setting you don't have to worry about visiting people you can just go rent oh my dream right now if i was in australia this summer i'd just go and rent a beach house on the coast somewhere which literally could open the door and be on the beach and just be there every day and just move my body and read and enjoy the sun you know i mean that's just my little fantasy right now and that would kind of be my representation or manifestation of doing nothing you know just no agenda no intention no need to like step into this masculine energy of go 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 how do I actually just peel it back and enjoy and I feel like when you really connect to it and plan for it you don't feel as guilty for doing nothing you step away and out of that need of like I always have to be doing something productive because I guarantee you if that's an underlying belief you have because it's definitely one I have it takes me time to get into that headspace. So that's why I kind of think if you start to sprinkle it in on your weekends as we're getting closer to the festive season, by the time you get there, you're kind of already seasoned into the nothingness, into this, the, the pace maybe of slowing down or just being able to get there and actually enjoy it. Just one more thing if we circle back to, for those of you listening who maybe resonated with the idea that you don't really like to do nothing or sit and daydream and think because you're scared of what will come up. I think there's something really beautiful about making this a regular practice. Because think about it, right? If you get some feedback at work that makes you really embarrassed or just something explosive happens that makes you feel a certain way about yourself. And then because of everything else that's going on, maybe you've got dependence or you've just kind of You've just got to kind of get on with the job. You just sweep over it, move on, go to the next thing. Your body and mind still needs to process this thing that's happened. And so rather than waiting 20 years until, or 10 years or five years until a similar experience happens, and then these emotions are amplified, if you can give yourself that space on an ongoing basis, you let your body do what it needs to do to release emotion. And of course, there are certain feelings that are too big for us to process on our own. And so I'm 100% an advocate for going to see someone specialized, a therapist, a psychologist, someone who can help you work through these emotions. But I think just as a personal practice, having space for yourself and your emotions on a regular basis 
is a really nice way for you to stay attuned to what's going on in your body. And so if you want a little a little reframe and you feel like you're not being productive by doing nothing, you can think of it as giving yourself just time to be, you know, just because you can't see things going on in your body. It's always doing something. It's breathing, it's circulating blood, it's digesting, it's your nervous system's doing stuff. I'm not really a science head, so I'm not going to try and explain what every system does. I know probably as much as like what we learned in year three, but you get what I'm saying. You know, you're always doing something. So physically and consciously taking the time out to just be, exist, observe, just do whatever should bear no waiting on your value or self-worth. And I think just parting with this idea that we need to be productive all the time is a really freeing perspective. So I hope for anyone that's, you know, maybe experienced always getting sick when you take holidays or feeling like the holiday season's just rush and you're not really present or enjoying it, that this episode has given you some pointers on maybe how to embrace doing nothing, how to actually do that. And maybe just simple mindset shifts you needed for it to just click and you to fully embrace it. If anyone's come to mind that you think also needs a little bit of a gentle reminder to just start dialing it back and slowing down so they can enjoy their festive season, please forward this onto them now. Knowledge is great when we hear it, but it's even better when we share it. I'll see you all next week for another episode. And until then, stay balanced.